What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Going the Distance podcast, presented by ImmaculateSports.com. Twitter's at Sports. Instagram at Sports. TikTok at Sports. I'm not the biggest Immaculate Sports. I'm not the biggest TikTok guy, but they're teaching me. Yeah. Okay. Kyle's we had to come up with some new ideas over there, too. The content's been a little dry recently. We just, yeah. it's hard coming up with ideas, but during the offseason, and maybe Super Bowl week as well. We're going to get some stuff up on there. It should be fun to watch. Episode 19. Yeah, we're back. AFC and NFC Championship game this weekend. We're going to talk about the coaching carousel. A couple of big trades that happened this week. And we're going to go. Yeah. Alex not, and Brett are here. What's up? And uh, not a lot of stuff on our plate uh, this week. But we're going to make the most out of it. Uh, these next two weeks... Might be a little dry just because of a uh, lack of football, lack of uh, big news around in the sports world as well. We have, a, we have, luckily the trades came in a little bit clutch with uh, some oh, yeah. big news that we can talk about. Uh, Sean Watson, another thing that we can talk about, obviously. But it should be a fun episode, should be a short episode, and uh, let's get right into it. Yes, sir. So starting off with our openers. My opener, I'm going to Buffalo. Where it was the post-game interview between Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. Uh, they, NBC decided to interview them both instead of just doing one and do another one later in the press conference. Stuff like that. But they just had a little post-game interview. And Allen and Diggs loved it. They Brett's going to play a little clip of it right here. Every week, they doubt him every week. And he proved them wrong every time. Well, you're, you're both proving it. Whoever wants to jump in here and go first, why did you guys connect so quickly this season? I mean, the only thing that I can say is we're very similar. You know, we're both competitive as hell. We both want to win. That's how many times I throw it to him. He wants to win. He wants to help this team win, and that's the same for me. I'm just trying to be the best person, the best quarterback that I can be for the Buffalo Bills. Well, hey, Stefan, if someone had told you when you arrived here in Buffalo, you were going to be heading to the AFC Championship game with a chance to get to the Super Bowl. I would have believed him. Just because of the fact, playing with this guy, practicing with this guy, he's a guy that can do it. And as a, as a player that you just want to you just want to play for him, you know? He works hard, he busts his, oh, not the A word, he busts his A word. And uh, I just love this guy, man, that's it. Hey, you guys, enjoy the celebration. Go Congratulations. Those two are a lot of fun. Uh, Josh Allen even said that he and Diggs uh, bonded by playing video games during quarantine when they couldn't be out training stuff. Wow. In the time of uh, where training camp would be and such. That connection, though, is, is something fun to watch and should be uh, a mainstay of that Bills team for years to come. Yeah, Stephon Diggs single-handedly carried my fantasy team this year, but for my opener, I'm going to go to the hardwood. The Warriors took down... The Los Angeles Lakers, the defending champions, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, led by none other than Kelly Oubre Jr., who had his best game as a Warrior last night. He seemed like he was everywhere, steals, blocks. He led the team in – actually, no, I think Curry led the team in points, but Oubre dropped at least 20 last night. Just a great comeback win. They were down 19. It, it was it was by far the best game the Warriors have played all year. Really hard-nosed game. And you know, hopefully something that we can look forward to. Good games against competitive teams. My eyes were locked on him. I know that. I know. Yeah. Hard to take your eyes off. That's him. exactly how it is. Even with Steph and all those other guys on the team, you always got to keep your eyes on always. Oubre. Well, the best thing I saw this week was the Jets finally getting the deal done. They got their number one head coach option, Robert Sala, 
locked in for five years. We'll clap it up. Well, um, oh, yeah. Maybe not locked I, in. That's a great hire. Yes, great He's hire. locked in. It was official, actually, last night. What the hell do you mean not locked in? Get fired. And the thing is, everyone's saying he, just because he was great with the Niners doesn't mean we're going to become the Niners. The point of this hire is that the Jets are going to get something they haven't had in over 10 years, a competent coaching staff. We already got Mike LaFleur, the OC, locked in. He took our whole coaching staff, man. We did also Miles Austin. Receiver coach. Yes. Whoa. Wait, what, what was that? He needed a Kardashian. Oh, Ryan's. He, the Rob Ryans. He wasn't even Rob, our receiver. Rob Ryan was never there. Rex was there. Rex, Rex yeah, Logan Logan has been the problem, the problem with Rex, though, is he had fucking Brian Schottenheimer as our OC. So that, that was I don't take a shot at Shotty, man. But well, he got fired. So Todd Bowles, I like Todd Bowles. It just didn't add up because we had a rookie quarterback. But he deserves uh, – he's about to get the Atlanta job. Good for him. He might, he might be rooting for him. Wait, they, Todd Bowles? Yeah. Arthur Smith is hired. Arthur, yeah, yeah they, already, they already made their hire. They already got their Then coach. that would be the <laughs> you know, other maybe, team that needs a coach. Maybe he we'll might get go into to the staff in Houston. We hear that they got a fun staff coming up. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That could be something that we talk about. Uh, or it's going to be something that we talk yeah, about. Just stay prepared for that. Alex, what's your opener, man? The best thing I saw was the superstar John ja Morant coming Whoa. back. Superstar. Hey, okay. Up and coming star. Put on the brakes, man. John ja Morant coming back. The young, flashy guard. Yeah, about that. <laughs> <laughs> the star. Uh, ja he came back. They took down Philly. They took down Phoenix yesterday. And they're on a five-game win streak right now. Is, when's Jaron Jackson coming back? Uh, no, I, no I, that's a big addition. I dropped him in fantasy, fantasy team, yeah. and I didn't know that he was hurt. Uh, and I've still yet to receive a notice on when he might be soon to be coming back. So we'll see how it goes. But I'm sitting at one and three in fantasy right now. I just got my first dub. Uh, playing back this week, so I might get my second. I just beat Skyler. So we're in a good spot. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe making a little comeback. Jared Jackson says it's not that far. Believe me, on his return. Uh, I don't know what that news. means. <laughs> I'll see a timetable uh, later. <laughs> so shout out to Ian for Lou Dort dropping fourteen and five. You know, yeah. career day for Lou Dort. Uh, he sucks. <laughs> We're not going to talk about him ever again. Nope. But let's get right into where's your head at? Where's your head at, Kyle? It's right here. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, first one though is going to be talking about Drew Brees. Uh. Possibly played his last game on Sunday, uh, not only in the Superdome, but also in the NFL. Uh, it's not played well. I mean, the guy threw three picks. He just doesn't have the arm talent to compete. He threw a touchdown pass to Brady's son, though. He did. No, no. Other way around. Other way around. He couldn't get one. Skyler, so. where is your no, head you? Let me ask you. He threw one touchdown. Michael, no, Michael Thomas. was got touchdown. It was Smith. And Traquan Smith also caught a touchdown from... Jameis Winston in that game. That but that's not play. the headline. We're going to talk about Drew Brees and his future. What do you think the future Hall of Famer should do in this 2021-2022 season? I think he's done. He should hang it up. Um, not the worst season ever, but you can definitely see the decline uh, in his accuracy. Uh, even though, this, like we we're going to say in a minute, it's not the worst part of his game, but Duke can't see over his line, and he has a bunch of broken ribs. But you know what? He's got a great deal with Fox lined up. He's going to go... NBC. NBC? Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. Going to Sunday night. Yeah, there you go. Okay, we're, we're going to hear Drew Brees on Sunday night then. Yeah, so, poor Chris Collins, man. I'm a huge Drew Brees He's fan. He's gone, man. But after watching that game particularly, it, it looks like it's time for Drew Brees to hang it up. 
the arm strength just isn't there. I mean, they had to bring in Jameis Winston to make that. Drew Brees isn't making that throw, most likely. It's Traquan Smith. That was, what, 50 yards downfield? Yeah. I don't think they had the confidence in him to make that throw. Taysom Hill's not going to make that throw either. Well, he was Taysom, Taysom Hill's got he a decent hurt, arm. So. Taysom Hill, I think, can make that throw. But, I mean, I don't know who's going to be that future quarterback there, whether it's Jameis or Taysom. I think time will have to tell us that. Mac Jones. I don't. I, I think Sean Payton's going to be stubborn and keep one of those guys if I had to make a prediction. Drew Brees' receivers weren't the best. It looks like there was miscommunication on some routes. Jared Cook looked awful the whole game, but that's besides the point. Drew Brees, he should be done. Hey, where, where were Slant Boy all weekend? I didn't see him. He got absolutely locked, locked up by Carlton Eight. Davis, my player of the game. Eight. He made it. He made a catch, but it's out of bounds. Well, would have gone for a touchdown, though. Yeah, I think Drew Brees is done. I said jokingly for uh, last podcast, this will be Drew Brees' last game in New Orleans, or in the NFL, and it was. I think maybe not. Maybe, 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 maybe. We don't know yet. We did Drew, see. Man. We did see that look like sound bite where he said, "Jameis, this is your team now." On the sidelines oh. following the game, that's not confirmed. It was just lip reading, but something to you know, keep an eye on. There's some bad lip reading out there. So. There is. I mean, we don't know what's going on, but. I think Breeze should retire as well. I think it's a pretty uh, clean decision across the board. I think we all kind of agree that he really doesn't have the – well, he's got the talent, but he just doesn't have the ability anymore to be an NFL quarterback. It's clear in his uh, arm strength and uh, his uh, precision nowadays. Kind of sucks to see, though, because he's probably the best free agent signing in NFL history with what he brought to New Orleans. Uh, not only – just also like not only with football, but he was such a great person in that New Orleans community. First coming back from Hurricane Katrina, and uh, what he did for that city was great. So uh, I know New Orleans fans are gonna be a little teary-eyed when he hangs up the, the cleats, and as they should be, as he's definitely been their yeah. best player in franchise. I was history. gonna say Nick Saban is probably shaking his head for not signing him, but uh, I think he's. I think Nick Saban. I think he's doing him. all right. In yeah, Nick, Nick Saban's had a pretty nice career. He's doing all right. But we're going to go over to the AFC now, where this team is nowhere close to what the Saints have been the last 20 years. We're talking about the Cleveland Browns, who made their first postseason since 2002 uh, over the last month. Ended up losing to Kansas City in the divisional round on Sunday, and a game that they had a whole bunch of chances. Rashard Higgins uh, fumbled the ball just before crossing the goal line, would have given him another six points. They didn't have to play against Mahomes half the game and uh, still failed to beat the Chiefs. Uh, but where do you guys see the Browns going in, in the future? Because I, I didn't know that a uh, commentator in that game said after that the Browns are going to be a mainstay in the AFC playoffs for a while. I think this is a little bit of a hot take, but I think the Browns' championship window is closing a little sooner than people expect, even though it just opened. But uh, they're going to be in cap hell the next couple of years already have a struggling defense and if they don't surround enough talent for baker mayfield they're going to be screwed pretty soon here yeah baker's the guy who's going to need a lot of talent around him he himself he's not patrick mahomes he's not be able to single-handedly win them games at the quarterback position guys like odell beckham kareem hunt nick chubb make his job a lot easier jarvis landry but as far as being in the AFC playoff picture, I think they'll stay for next couple years. I think they have a lot of talent. Miles Garrett's going to lead that defense to at least middle of the pack, I believe. 
But as far as being AFC title contenders, I don't see them competing with the Chiefs or the Bills, who are in a very good spot. And there's going to be other teams that work their way up into that picture over the next couple years, and I just don't see the Browns overtaking them. The Browns, this is uh, by far one of their most memorable seasons in franchise history, to say the least. I think they they have the brightest future in that division, uh, in my opinion. I think they're going to be around for a little bit. Odo Beckham coming back, going to bolster that offense. They need defensive help, though. They need, they need to get help from Miles Garrett, too, on yeah. the defense. I already said that, but... <laughs> but, yeah, I think they're an uh, AFC contender. They're riding off, riding off a playoff win, actually. They're close to being the defending champs, but it was a yard in short from not beating them. They were missing their, their rookie, what's his name, safety. Grant Delpit. Grant Delpit. Delpit. He was out the whole year. Yeah, but that, that will help. We'll see how it that goes. Roster. He was the guy that was projected to be, like, a top-ten pick, mm-hmm. like, the year before the draft, and then... Yeah. Fell completely down. So we'll, see, we'll see how that goes. They took a guy like that the year before, too, with Grady Williams. Another guy who was projected to be another LSU defensive back who was projected and, to be a And, you know, these guys player. aren't done either. No. You know, they, they've just been on IR for two years. So it, Well, Grady's been could. playing, but he's just yeah. not the greatest. Maybe does the Grady. Greedy, doing oh, the gritty, wow. you know. He does the gritty. Uh, but yeah, with the Browns, I don't think it matters what they do unless they go absolutely crazy with finding – Money out of nowhere. Uh, as, long Odell, as, like, as long as that it, was rumored. Yeah, yeah that's that, that was something that would make sense given their cap situation. Sorry, Alex. As long <laughs> as the Chiefs and the Bills are in that that conference and with Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Diggs and Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey and all those all those players, all stars on the those teams, I, I don't think the Browns have a shot. And, uh, you know, it's kind of sad to see because – we're a team just like the Browns, who have been absolutely terrible the last 20 years. Uh, yeah. And uh, you had a very short window to be very good in the AFC right now. Yeah, and you know, just to uh, restate, great year for Cleveland. Like I said in episode one, I would be disappointed if they didn't win a playoff game. They got it done, so good shit, Cleveland. Yeah, it's a W season yeah. for them. Ended up being an L, but it's a W season in total. Let's go to the AFC Championship game, though. Big game, go. very exciting game. Here's the meat and bone of the, the podcast this week with our championship predictions. This game's got it all, man. I already said a little bit about the players on these teams, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I'm going to let you guys decide on your predictions if uh, Chad Henney's starting, if Patrick Mahomes starting. Mm-hmm. In total, it's going to be prediction. I'll have a little bit to say about that when it comes down to me. Yeah. But, Skyler, go ahead. So, I'm going to start it off with uh, the Bills-Ravens game last week. was a little concerning to me for Buffalo. Uh, obviously, they got the job done. They figured out how to get the ball to Diggs, but they were not moving the ball very well. Um, so, I'm going to take Kansas City in a closer game than my next pick. But I feel like, another hot take, I feel like whether it's Henny or Mahomes, they're going to get the job done. You know, Henny's not your average quarterback. He's getting paid $10 million for a reason. He's yeah. pulling the ball. Anything can happen. Yeah. Anything can Go happen. Go boots. You know, yeah. we even saw Patrick Mahomes tweet out after that game, anything is possible. Mm-hmm. I think Henny is your average quarterback, and I think if he plays, I think the Bills kill the Chiefs. I think that's a 10-plus point victory for the Bills. However, if Mahomes plays, I think it's going to be a close game, but I think the Chiefs will prevail. Baltimore's defense is nothing to slouch at. They, they're they a very viable defense, and they played the Bills very well. The Bills' defense, however, played even better. 
I don't think anyone stops the Chiefs if Mahomes plays. I think the Chiefs find a way to get their points. But I think Buffalo, more than any other team, is adept or able to keep up with the Chiefs. So I, I think it's going to be a very close game. But if Mahomes plays, give me the Chiefs. If anything is in that backfield, give me the Bills. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that, you know what? I'm going to go out on limb here. Oh. Mm. Allen and Diggs dominate. And they're gonna win. Oh, <laughs> that's not. A, they've been doing that all year. Well, but they're gonna dominate this game. Allen's gonna have a dominant game. All right. So what's gonna be the score? How many yards? Like they win by fifty. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> High scoring game. Shootout. Who wins? Buff- you just said oh, Buff- 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 I think it's gonna be a low scoring game. What? I've never heard of a low scoring game with the Kansas City Chiefs. It just doesn't true. happen. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Except for the game against the Falcons, it was kind of a low scoring game. But I think both teams still yeah. had twenty in that. So it's, it's really not even that low scoring. But AFC Championship game, I'm excited for this one. And if you're the NFL, I think you still let Patrick Mahomes play even if he doesn't pass oh. the covered protocol <laughs> just because of the ratings. You cannot have Patrick Mahomes be out of this game. I know it's a terrible thing to do, but that's that's your golden child right there. If you're the NFL, you got to have Mahomes in this game. I could see some stuff coming out after the game, maybe next year. Down the road saying, oh, concussion gate. wasn't cleared. Yeah, concussion <laughs> gate. You know my I don't have that as my bold prediction, but concussion gate will be a thing down the road. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I got the Chiefs in this one, though. I don't think they're getting stopped by anyone this year except for the Raiders in week seven or week five, whatever week it was. Yeah. Did you hear uh, Skip's interview or uh, podcast? No. He said that even if he doesn't pass protocol, that they should push the game back until he's healthy and ready. Well, yes, Which, that's that's probably not the best idea yeah. for the NFL because that seems like obvious favoritism. I mean, it is. But, I mean, I think they're going to get Mahomes to play, even if he is all wobbly. I mean, I don't think he's going to be as wobbly as he was getting up on Sunday. I mean. <laughs> Just put Jackson back there. <laughs> Mahomes is a little wobbly on Sunday. You guys see that when he's getting up? He's yeah. his legs and falling over and stuff. Yes, we do. The hit didn't even look that bad. It was like some, like. I don't know. I don't think he hit his head directly, but it's, it's something weird. And I don't think he'd come up like that, but he did. But I got the Chiefs in this game. Uh, yeah. I'm taking the over as well. That's going to be maybe one of my bets. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I got the Chiefs. Going on, on to the other game we got this weekend. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's Tom Brady. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, I don't really have any much else to say besides that. Skyler, what yeah. you got? Aaron Rodgers finally gets a home NFC Championship game at Lambeau. It's supposed to be 10 degrees under, which makes this perfect opportunity for Green Bay to beat Tampa by 20. Obviously, on paper, this is a closer matchup than than I'm portraying it as. But, oh man, (laughs) that three-headed monster of a running back room for Green Bay, that's going to be unstoppable. What about the three-headed receiver core? Boldest Scantling? No, Tampa Bay. Oh, Tampa. oh, yeah. They still dropped seven passes a game, though. Antonio Brown had no, like two passes. No, no, I think this is going to be your high point game, not the AFC <laughs> game. I'm taking the over. Green Bay by twenty. I think both games are going to be high scoring for starters, but I'm also going to take Green Bay. I just don't think anyone stops Devonta Adams. I know Carlton Davis had a good game versus Michael Thomas. Told him catch this. I think Devonta Adams puts up 100 on him if He's that's the 1v1 matchup you're seeing for the whole game. Aaron Jones might have a bit of a tougher time against that Buccaneers defense. 
However, I think Rojo and Fournette probably have a better game than people anticipate, and Brady's a little quieter. Fournette's been pretty good. I know. I think both of them have a decent game against that Packers run defense, and I think Brady might take a backseat a little bit to that. I think it's going to be high scoring. I think the Packers win. I don't think the weather is as big a deal as Skyler makes out to be just because Brady played in New England for so many years, and the quarterback's really the only one affected by that position. Maybe the play calling a little bit. And the fumbling. kicker. Kicker. Mason Crosby's been through it, man. And oh, Ryan Salop. Hey, he's in 65 yards in the snow on Sunday. You watch, man. <laughs> but I, I think Devonta Adams, Aaron Rodgers, that connection is going to be too much for the Buccaneers to stop and keep up with. Just give me the pack. Take a shot, man. <laughs> You know what? The NFL probably wants the State Farm Bowl. Probably gonna get it, but I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay here. Don't don't bet on Tom Brady because he's gonna get the don't job. Bet, don't, don't bet against him. Again, I wouldn't against bet him. on Tom Brady either. He fucking sucks. Uh, Let's go. It's like zero rings. Uh, he's washed. Washed? His yeah. car? No. That was a horrible car in Las Vegas. But he sucks. Is that all you got? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, saw, uh, I think. Fournette and Rojo are gonna have a good game. Dominate. I think the weather does matter a lot in this game. Uh, Rogers, obviously, well, the whole Green Bay team is really used to sub zero or right above zero weather, and Tom Brady's just about the only one that's used to it. Uh, for the Buccaneers, I don't think Evans, Godwin, AB. Well, AB has done a little AB, bit. AB's been there. But uh, running Gronk. routes in the cold, yeah, that's true. Running routes in the cold is. Definitely, you can't make your cuts. So yeah, it's gonna be a do. lot different. Rojo most definitely not playing at yeah. USC and Tampa. Mm. I mean, he's not. This is gonna be a rough game one. For I, him, think I think he's gonna struggle, to be honest with you, because you know he already has the quad injury, and trying to make cuts in the snow is 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 already hard on its own. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a rough game for for Tampa. They're gonna come out flat. Aaron Rodgers and company's gonna jump on them quickly, and game over from there. I don't know how high scoring of a game it's going to be. I don't know how big the gap's going to be, but it's because of the early game. Aaron Rodgers and company. All right. All right. We talked about two great quarterbacks there with uh, Brady and Rodgers. We're going to talk about one who might be getting out of his uh, his current city and team that he's on right now, and Deshaun Watson. Uh, rumors are he's going to get traded in the offseason. People think he's played his last snap as a Texan. Where's he going to go if he's going to go anywhere, Skyler? There's some pretty good packages you can put together right now. Teams like Miami, New York Jets. Um, but I personally don't think he's going to go anywhere. I think he's going to get it together. You know, uh, apparently he's been talking with the GM and owner about a new head coach. I don't believe all that, but I think he's more likely to opt out this year and sit like Le'Veon Bell did than force his way out. That's just my belief. I'm kind of curious what about that, what way coach he wants, though. I think he he still wants to be enemy. The problem right now, I think, is we'll get into this later. But you know, Brian Dable can't go anywhere because he's still in Buffalo. Same thing with the enemy. The enemy. If he, I think they, teams are getting a little impatient. The enemy is the guy that. I mean, some of the favorite from like a lot of jobs. And I think the Eagles got to go take that shot right, right there because. Come, I mean, you you don't like take, Dennis Allen? Go. You can't take Tom Moore or Dennis Allen when you got Eric Bieniemy in there. Or well, what, the, which team took the Titans coach? Uh, <laughs> the the Titans coach? Who do you think? Detroit. Uh, Detroit. Detroit. What are you doing? Hey, he was an assistant head coach. I don't care. He's coaching tight ends. But he, I don't think he's going to be the guy over there. And uh, You know, they did get Aaron Glenn, though, for defensive coordinator. The uh, 
DB coach from New Orleans. Great young defensive yeah. mind. That's actually a good hire right there. So good job, Detroit. As far as Watson, as far as Watson goes, I I think he does leave. I don't think he stays. I think that relationships run its course a little bit from all the rumors that I've heard from Schefter, whoever it's been. It, it looks like Deshaun Watson time there is done. It looks like he wants an out. As far as packages, the Jets could offer a great package. Miami could offer Tua, number three, and a little bit more. Niners, Colts. There's a lot of teams that could explore looking into this trade. As far as favorite, though, I'd probably have to say the Jets, even though I don't think oh, I don't think they make a play. Just knowing Salah's mindset, I think they're going to want to keep those picks. They have more needs than just a quarterback. I know Skyler thinks they have the picks defense. from Jamal Adams. They, they need more yeah. than just a quarterback to fix what they have right now. So I think holding on to those picks is the best option. And if they want to take a quarterback at two, Justin Fields, Zach Young will be there. They can have their Zach, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Zach Zach Young. My well, bad. he does resemble a young Steve. Apologies. <laughs> Steve Young 2.0. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. Yep. But I think Watson uh, goes to an AFC East team. One of those teams, I don't know who. The Bills? Not the Bills. Not the Bills. <laughs> not going to the Bills. Sorry. It's not going to the Bills. Uh, if you, I, I can see him landing up in green, though. Edmonton? In green? Oh, the Jets. Jets. Yeah. I think the Patriots are they? underrated contender, I think. Yeah, I think he's going to New England. Uh, he's going to Boston. I think Belichick is going to give up three first-rounders for uh, Sean Watson. Uh, I think he's going to be able to do this because he trusts his late-round draft picks. Uh, Even though that is such an overrated thing, though. Mm-hmm. Bill's draft picks the last five Patriots. to seven Patriots. years. Bill, 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 Bill Belichick's Bill Bill oh, draft picks have been huh. very underwhelming. I understand you're keep I going. Mean, I just want to say that. Right Could be Myers. He's got some I guys know. that are good. Belichick, he he drafts for scheme fit. He doesn't draft for talent. He finds guys that he wants and think that he thinks will fit into what they're doing up there in New England. I think he's done a good job. I think he's done a good yeah. job, especially on the defensive side of the ball. You know, finding playmakers for Brady in the yeah. past and Cam Newton this year has that was definitely a problem. Jacoby Myers. Uh, they gotta go grab Kyle Pitts or something, man, or they're gonna be screwed again. They're gonna have Kyle Harry. I think get Allen Robinson. I mean, they could go get Kenny Galladay. Yeah. There's a, there's plenty of other guys that they can grab out there. They're gonna have money as well. I think it's gonna be Watson in uh, New England. I know Skyler doesn't want to see it, but I think it's gonna. I think they'll get Will Fuller. They could get. They could get a whole up. bunch of guys. I know. Yeah, Watson loves throwing to Fuller. He's one of the most underrated wide receivers in the game. Uh, but it should be fun to see what happens with him in this offseason. Now we're going to go to halftime, but it's going to be a little bit different this time because we don't have any other stories after the halftime show, so it's just going to be like... Uh, just half. Yeah, just just a halftime. Half just halftime, and we got layups, bold predictions and stuff like that, but let's go let's take yeah, it away. Let's go to halftime. Welcome to halftime, everybody. Kyle's going to start you off. We got some pretty big news for you. Yeah. You know, uh, me and Skeller, we've been wanting to declare for the NBA draft, but we're on to other things right now. You know, I, I'm applying myself to the Houston Texans coaching job. I think I'd be perfect for it. I think I'd bring some energy and some passion uh, to the offensive side of the ball. I think I'd be a great play caller over there. You know, running yeah. an inside zone. Uh, HB dive. Four verts, yeah. HB dive, you know. Slants. Yeah, a whole bunch of stuff like that. Uh, but I do have a whole staff, or most of the staff, uh, with me. So I am prepared uh, for this Houston Texans job. Uh, special teams coordinator, I got Brett. Yep. Uh, strength and conditioning coach, I got Paul. 
Uh, linebackers coach, I got Skyler over here. I think he's great defensive coach. Uh, yes. Linebackers, you know, de- definitely could be a guy who gets a DC job later on. Mm, uh, so. Fullback coordinator. <laughs> uh, we got Alex. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, you got you to gotta scout the guys over in the Canadian Football League as well, the CFL. And uh, we got a perfect guy to do that in uh, Brandon Cow. Yeah, you know, Chris Streveler started off in the CFL, even won a great cup. So you could always find gems over there. Yeah, Chris Traveler. Yeah, he he is the a I gem. I would say, gym, but you know, uh, yeah. this is the guy who started Week Seventeen for the Cardinals. Uh, defensive coordinator. I did plan on bringing Raheem Morris with me, but I did learn that he's going to be the defensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Rams. Chargers. No. Rams. Yeah. Rams. Oh, that's that's a good hire. Yeah, he, it is a good hire. I got um, the L.A. is confused. My bad. That's fair. <laughs> so we're going to have to find a new defensive coordinator. We're going to find an O.C. We're going to find a quarterback's coach. We yeah, got all... I hear Adam Gase is available. Oh, oh. Maybe he could be the O.C. That would be fun. Yeah. Probably not as long as he's that. <laughs> you know Greg Williams. Oh. That's the guy we could get on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Paul Gunther, one of the greatest defensive coordinators of all time. Don't you agree, Alex? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Actually, yeah. Adam Gase is rumored to go to Seattle. So oh, I would love that. Can't get him. As a 49er fan, that sounds amazing. I mean, Send him he to was Seattle. the offensive coordinator for the Denver Broncos, though, with Peyton Manning. So maybe yeah, that team would... had a lot more talent than the Seahawks. Actually, I don't know. Seahawks yeah, good pretty talented. But Skyler, why don't you tell us about the other head coach? Yeah, okay, the real coaching carousel. <laughs> Obviously, I told you guys about Robert Sala coming to Jersey. He's going to bring Michael Flores, OC, from San Francisco with him. Jacksonville. With a pretty big splash, Urban Meyer yeah, coming good. to the NFL. I don't think he's uh, named a staff yet. He just hired a GM. Mm-hmm. Trent Baalke was just hired. Former 49ers GM who I did not like. Not a very good drafter, but I think Urban, Urban Meyer is going to have control. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like Urban Meyer is going to have complete control over that team. So, uh, Trevor Lawrence, there you go, bud. Have fun. Or maybe <laughs> he takes his Ohio State, man. Justin, dude. happen, I will... I don't know what else. But you know one person name, that they cannot it. take in that draft? Who? It's Chris Olave. He's returning That's back true. to school for that the 2021 true. season. Yes. Uh, could be a possible wide receiver one guy next year. We'll see how it goes. Well, Justin also Ross. Justin Ross went yeah. back to school. That could be a possible wide receiver. There's going to be some good wide receivers George Pickens. next year. I think Pickens is the year after that. Yeah. He's a freshman. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We'll double check that for you later. But anyways, the Chargers... <laughs> Hire Brandon Staley, former Rams defensive coordinator. Uh, a little bit of surprise here. I would have bet anything they would hire Brian Dable, but they got Bobby a little, Edmund. yeah, Bobby a little impatient. You know, this. those two guys are obviously going to be coaching in the championship game. Um, a little surprising with Brandon Staley. Uh, maybe a year or two too early for him to be a head coach, but you'd rather be too early than too late on a great defensive mind. So yeah. there you go. Atlanta's bringing in Arthur Smith. The former Titans offensive coordinator. This will be interesting. A guy like Arthur Smith could uh, kind of keep the peace in Atlanta going with Matt Ryan and all those receivers who are going to be locked in there too. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's a team that could target another running back. Uh, you know, obviously how Arthur Smith ran that Tennessee offense through the medium passes and Derrick Henry. Um, also another... Really big surprise. The Lions cool. hired Dan Campbell, 
former Damn. assistant head coach and tight ends coach for Sean Payton in New Orleans. Not it, man. It's not it. Might not be it, but I do love their defensive coordinator hire, Aaron Glenn, like we said earlier. That's a guy who could possibly be getting a head coaching job. Actually, the Jets interviewed him for the head coaching job who? this year. Aaron, Aaron Glenn. Aaron Glenn. Yeah. Yeah. And we got two open vacancies left this offseason. The Eagles, who have interviewed Todd Bowles, Kellen Moore, and... Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen. Former head coach of the, yeah. the Raiders. I feel Oakland like Raiders. this is a team that's waiting for uh, one of the two big He's, guys to I lose. think they interviewed Biennemi. They interviewed Sala before he got hired. I, they they could just go ahead and hire uh, Biennemi and then just they could. wait until... Or not, not it's like just, it's just something about the Eagles that... It's, They're unconventional. That's scaring me. Exactly. Yeah, they, they were behind the eight ball a little bit, too, because they, mm-hmm. they did uh, get rid of Coach Peterson quite late uh, compared to the other teams. But definitely going to be something to watch for. I mean, the Eagles franchise in general right now is not in the greatest spot. So it's going to be something to watch for, for sure. Yeah, and the last vacancy is going to be the Houston Texans. Um, obviously, we're up there yep. pretty high on their board. <laughs> but... You know, they called me. Uh, they want me to come to Houston on Thursday. I couldn't make it though. I got school. <laughs> but you know, if Houston <laughs> if Houston wants a chance of keeping Deshaun Watson, they're gonna have to do something quick here. They they like need the enemy. They do. They yeah. need the enemy. That's I think that's their only shot of Yeah. Doug Watson's Peterson. Day. And if it's not the enemy, I I have no idea what they're gonna do. No, I'm surprised hey, Peterson they, didn't get a they got a job at least being a coordinator somewhere. Yeah, yeah. he might. I wouldn't be surprised. It's next year. They got to ask. Uh, he, he already have an OC. He already have an OC. He's not going to be a DC. He's very he's good offensive player. He's going to be somebody that's not like super substantial because it's you already got Sala. Sala is your DC. Exactly. This is true. And what's the floors brother for OC? Yeah, he's he's solid. I like him. Yeah. All right, that's going to wrap up the coaching carousel, boys. Yeah. Very interesting uh, offseason to start. Yeah, it's, this offseason is going to be one to remember, I think. It's going to be hopefully a lot different than last year with the the whole COVID spot, but with how it's looking right now, I, I really don't know. But we're going to talk about Mark Ingram and his release from the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, only spent two years in, in Baltimore, but he was a fan favorite. Uh, mm-hmm. Honestly, probably most notably for for the Heisman. press conference oh. with, yeah. in, in Baltimore. The big trust. The, the big ooh, trust ooh. press conference. That's a big one. Uh, he released a tweet uh, yesterday on Monday saying that he uh, wanted to thank the owner, the GM, uh, the whole franchise for the organization and stuff uh, for what they did for him and giving him a shot. I guess I really don't know where to go for 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 him too. Like he's he's an older running back. It's I don't think he's got like the durability of like Frank Gore or Adrian Peterson has. Yeah, he's definitely going to be looking for a power back spot on a cheap contract. Yeah, goal line back perhaps. But yeah, I remember uh, back in two thousand nine watching the Heisman ceremony when he won it and he started crying and I asked my dad, "Isn't this guy strong? Why is he crying?" I didn't I didn't put it together. <laughs> he just won the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, it's uh, one of the better backs in the. He could replace Frank Gore. New York, I could see that. I think we're gonna. Reach for the stars. Oh yeah. Oh, Ty Johnson, <laughs> the Michael P. Ryan. Oh, I'm thinking more. Elijah McGuire. <laughs> Aaron one, Jones. One two punch. Reach time without how? I wish we did. Travis Etienne in the draft. What's his name? I don't think we would take a running back that early though. What's his name? What's like you said, name? too many he played holes. Played for the True. the Chargers last year. I don't think you guys should. But... Alex, what's his name? The running back. 
that played for the oh, Chargers. Kalen Balaj. Kalen Balaj. He's never coming back either. <laughs> Come on, man. Give him a shot. <laughs> never. Take a shot. Never again. What about uh, Jared Hain? I know he didn't play for you guys, but he played the, for the, the The rugby guy? The Aussie. Yeah, we, that guy uh, was such a bust. That guy was horrible. Hey, we signed football players, not football players. It's not even football. rugby. He just played rugby. That's it, man. But anyways, uh, one of the saddest... Um, Staples of the offseason. The, the saddest moments of this entire podcast. Uh, the indie Combine was canceled. <laughs> so this sad. means so much to Skyler. You guys have no idea. The combine's a big thing, man. That helps it people is. rise. It helps people or that hurts people by making them fall with how fast they run. Yeah. But uh, it's going to be a lot harder, I think, to draft this year because you got to you gotta really go. I don't know if they're going to have pro days. Well, the, it's down to the pro days, the regional combines, and the senior bowl. All right. Very big news coming out yesterday. Heisman winning receiver, Devontae Smith. And <laughs> jazz hands, everybody. Jazz yes, hands. And Alabama quarterback Mac Jones agreed to go to the Senior Bowl. All right, this is a huge deal. Okay, right now the the two teams coaching the Senior Bowl are going to be the Miami Dolphins, Carolina Panthers. Really? So yeah, Flores and uh, Rule. Right? Yes. Yeah. And so right now it's looking like Devontae Smith is not going to play in the game, but he what? agreed to go through the full process with all the interviews, and it's still interesting. And honestly. You know, Josh Allen, back in the day, a couple years ago, mm-hmm. went from a fringe second-round quarterback to the seventh pick because of the senior bowl. So this could be huge for Mac Jones. Yeah, it gives us more football to watch, too. So that's always exciting. Oh, yeah. And probably the biggest news. I know we're mostly a football podcast, but the biggest Too national big to not news. not talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, not, not national news. It's, it's going to be sports news. Sports news. I was it's still in the White House. Jack Robinson Day. <laughs> MLK days. <laughs> yes, but James Harden was traded to Brooklyn. All right, so I'm going to give you the full trade details. Well, it's a long right one. Now. We got four teams in this one. Yep. Brooklyn is going to get James Harden, the shooting guard, the future Hall of Famer. Oh. Houston's going to get Victor Oladipo to replace him, Dante Exum, a guy from Europe that I can't pronounce, <laughs> and four first-round picks and four swaps. You guys, Karooks? Rodneos. Kirkus. Kirkus. Cleveland is going to get Jared Allen, the big man from Brooklyn, and Torian Prince. Another big man. Actually, two pretty good pieces. I really like It's got big man after big man, though, over there in Cleveland. Indiana's going to get a second-round pick in Karis LeVert. Kind of some scary news with Karis LeVert. Yeah. He had his physical, found a large mass on his kidneys. That's Small mass. Small mass? Yeah. Oh, that, okay, that's that, that, that trade could end up saving his life, though. I saw it if it's cancerous and they caught it early enough, and it could be a lifesaver. Yeah. So, uh, who so, do you think's the winner of this trade? Uh, the Nets. The Nets. <laughs> the Nets don't win. Uh, yeah. I do think the sleeper, though, if uh, Karasaber ends up being okay, I think Indiana is gonna be in a good spot with this trade if he's able to play. Uh, played the Warriors last week, and I mean they're a legit team. They didn't even play Depot then. Obviously, Depot's gone, mm-hmm. but. Brogdon, Sabonis, Mel's Turner, uh, the Holiday brothers are actually pretty decent. Yeah, they are. Uh, I, it's gonna be a sleeper team though in the Eastern Conference yeah. that I didn't even pick to make the playoffs. I don't even really think they're the loser in this trade. Yeah. I mean, Oladipo put up 32 points, like nine assists, seven rebounds yesterday in his Houston debut. Yeah. James Harden obviously doing his thing in Brooklyn, even though I hate him. Levert, a very solid player, he'll be a good fit there in Indy. 
Indiana, excuse me. And the Cavs, who I don't think gave up much of anything, get Jared Allen, a young, dump, I think. Yeah, young, talented big man who, if they want to flip him, they can. Oh, if they, they want to flip someone else and, you know, piece their team around him, they can. So I think this trade works out pretty well for all four NBA teams. Yeah, one thing I think is going a little unnoticed is Houston getting – Victor Ford. Oladipo back. And and, well, obviously Ford. the picks are good, yeah. but you know the thing about Oladipo is obviously he's not on a Hall of Fame level like James Harden is, but it's not a bad swap for a, a guy in James Harden that could have easily they, been cut this year they have for like, all the shit he pulled. They have three like proven guys on their team: John Wall, Demarcus Cousins, and Oladipo. Now, three guys are on. I don't know. They need to stay healthy. Injury. And Demarcus Cousins isn't what he used to be. He's not. Neither is John Wall, but Oladipo is still very solid. They have a yeah. stud on Skyrim's fantasy team, Christian Wood. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love that guy. Fantasy <laughs> beast. <laughs> but, yeah. But, uh, we're going to take it to the MLB. It's been yeah. such a quiet offseason. Except but, for the Padres. Except for the Padres. And yeah. they struck gold again <laughs> right here. Yeah. All right. The Padres are yeah. getting Joe Musgrove, former Pirates, starting pitcher, the righty, the Mets are going to get lefty Joey Lucchesi. Yeah. You know, let me finish this trade before I talk about Lucchesi. The Pirates get uh, six prospects. Yeah. And all of them are in the top 30. Bednar, so, I think, is the only significant one. David I, Bednar. I think they said he was going to be the Pirates' number six prospect. We'll see. So, uh, yeah. A solid prospect. Anyways, so. yeah. Musgrove, uh, I guess the Padres felt like Ryan Weathers or Mackenzie Gore weren't ready to start the year. Or they're just going to make them tradable. That's true. And they can go yeah. get Chris Bryant. Or... Another thing I think they could do is Joe Musgrove would be a very good bullpen piece. Yeah. With his size, velocity. Yeah, he's and not really that. That's, that's I know. I'm, it's guy, just a possibility. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Padres thing. are kind of unorthodox. Yeah. You never know. Now yeah. we got a guy. Well, what's your, what's your thing about with uh, Joey Lucchese? So, Lucchese, um, obviously with the top prospect coming out of the Padres organization, a slow start to his major league career. But I feel like he's not done. This is a guy who could come in and be a... <laughs> okay. I was passionate. Chris Collinsworth. I know, I'm Chris Collinsworth. But Lucchese's a guy who could come into the Mets organization and could be a, a setup. A 5-4 starter or yeah. a lefty setup, man. Because he's got great stuff, too. He's just kind of got to get his shit Doesn't together. not the greatest feel, though. But did you know yeah. where Joey Lucchese went to, went to community college? I do. He went to Shervo. Yes, he did. That's where he went to school. Uh, that's all I really got about him, though. So, yeah. Taylor, you, go. you got to tell me about the Mets GM, man. <laughs> what's what's so, happening? <laughs> former Mets GM, now former, yeah. uh, Jared Porter. Just, just pulled off one of the biggest trades in the season. Got into a little uh, <laughs> one way swap. Yeah. Got a little. T- <laughs> got into some shenanigans over the weekend. Um, one way swaps a good one. That's actually a good one. Sent sixty-two texts in a row to a foreign female reporter and uh, an explicit photo of himself. So he's gone. It was an eggplant. You know, on paper this looks. It's kind of funny. It's a joke, you know. All right, let's get him out of here. But the truth is, if you guys remember, not bad man. That's no, the truth. So Steve Cohen's company actually got in trouble last year for harassing female employees, and Steve Cohen was the the guy. Mm-hmm. And but it, he's the guy. He's the guy, you know, uh, who ran this little scheme. So that's a little concerning too, you know. If Steve Cohen gets fired. Well, Steve mean, Cohen was bro, Steve Cohen's tweet today was we have terminated Jared Porter, the Mets GM, this morning in my initial press conference. I spoke about the importance of integrity, and I meant it. 
there should be zero tolerance for this type of behavior, which is kind of interesting considering what yeah. you just but mentioned how, in his past. How does the owner get fired? Hey. Uh, maybe Rob Manfred forces him to sell. I don't see Again, this is, this is a last yeah. resort type of Rob thing. Rob Manfred buys you know, Obviously in a, a league with a woman hey, rising hey. to the top very quickly. Yeah, we just, uh, I, have an, I have an idea. Kim Ning. I have an idea. Instead of becoming the head coach for the Houston Texans, we should buy the Mets. Uh, you got three billion dollars. I'll the GM of the Nets. I think the that Mets. The, we we uh we applied for the or are gonna declare for the NBA draft against Gallery yeah. Art. We want to be a uh, head coach of the Texans. Hey, why not just throw on the MLB right three there? Sports. Too, I know, know numbers. I could be a Jonah Hill type guy. I rebuilt. Yeah, I rebuilt the owner, not the MLB GM. Show Actually, we can hire you time. as our GM. Oh, I thought you were talking about GM. Oh, is that what? Oh, I was talking about owner. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. No, no, we don't have that type of money yet. Come on. Yeah. Hey, we're a couple hey, years. Podcast takes off. You never know. Uh, hey. Go blow us up on TikTok. Blow us up on Instagram. Get get those views. Yeah. Seriously. Hey, hey all of you. I, you motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> not my dad, all of you, but my mom. No, not the parents. The parents are fine. We love you. It's all the guys. You know, we send a little quick reminder. Hey, go check out the show, Brandon, bro. It's all you guys. That say no or don't turn off your fucking PlayStation. Like, come on, man. We're not asking you to listen to it all. Just, just give us a little five star rate. <laughs> go, go like our tweets. Kyle's going off like on Twitter. Tweets, man. Hey, think they're gonna see this or hear this? Hey, if you no. make it into what is this? It's about forty minutes into this. Leave a comment on the leave tweet. Leave a comment on leave our most comment recent on tweet, tweet at Max Sports. Yeah, yeah. Just go to the. Say what's up. Yeah, go to the the tweet that's about this episode, the link to episode 19. Say you made it to the spot that we're at. Say whatever you want. You know, put your favorite color, maybe. Ask a question. We can try to answer it the next swear word. What's your favorite swear word? <laughs> What's your favorite team from the Sun Belt? Okay. No. <laughs> so don't, you have to, don't do that. Yeah, your color, uh, favorite Sun Belt team. And swear word. And swear word. Bullocks. Yeah. Yep. There we go. All right, let's take this one to the layups and get out of here. Got a little out of hand there. I don't even. I wouldn't even consider that a tangent. That is just a little rant. We're just on another solar system right now, but we're gonna get right back into it. Uh, we're gonna talk about our layups here. Yep. Last week we were 50-50. I got mine wrong. Rams plus six and a half. Brett got his right. Uh, Buffalo minus three uh, versus Ravens. Skyler got his wrong. New Orleans minus three versus Tampa yeah, Bay, and Alex got his yeah, right. Yeah, me and Brett. I think the know? only time me and Alex have both got ours right yeah. in the same week. We're gonna just take a moment to appreciate greatness right now <laughs> with Alex getting yeah. his right. So shout out to him. I'm gonna start mine off for this week. I'm taking the over in Buffalo versus Kansas City. I think it's gonna be high scoring games. Keller doesn't think it is, but that's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm going to get a bit away from scoring because there's only two games really to talk about this week. I'm going to go Stephon Diggs, who's been dominant all year, just get, once again, 100-plus receiving yards against Kansas City Chiefs. My bet of the week, Diggs, 100-plus. Yeah, I'm sticking with the prop bets. I'm going Devontae Adams will score a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go uh, over 51 points for a 10-base spread against Green Bay. Wow. Yeah. We'll see how that goes <laughs> in, in the cold weather. But I'm going to go back to our Twitter real quick before going off to our bold predictions. I forgot to talk about the Immaculate Sports Player of the Week, something yes. new that we're starting up. I've been putting up polls every single game at halftime and after the game on who's the MVP. 
so our four candidates this week are Aaron Rodgers, who had 293 yards and three total touchdowns. Teron Johnson, who had the 101-yard pick six versus the Baltimore Ravens on Saturday. Chad Henney, who entered the game after Mahomes yeah. got hurt and maintained the lead. Uh, his most notable play from that time was uh, running for a near first down on third and 14 and upsetting up a little out pass to a Terry Kill, who moved the chains and got done. Or Devin White, uh, he had 11 tackles, interception at TFL. Again, all these players were voted on, and our current standings right now, we got Aaron Rodgers in last, actually, with 13%. Devin White with 20%. Chad Henney with 25%. And Teron Johnson leading the way. Maybe Bill's Mafia got into this one with 42% of the votes. Hashtag not my immaculate sports player of the week. How'd you guys not vote for Rodgers? The only person I voted for Devin White. You know something interesting about Teron Johnson? Do you guys know that combine video yeah, of you getting hit, hit in the face? That yeah. was Teron Johnson. That was wow. Teron Johnson. Yeah. Look at his come up now. He's Playing. he's going places. Yeah, he was player of the week. It's not where you start, it's about where you finish. That's the mojo. Well, let's get to our bowl predictions. We got them all wrong last week. Uh, I had Romito and Bauer sign, signing. Uh, didn't happen. Together had or. Brett had the Rams beating the Packers. Didn't happen. Skyler had Baltimore beating Buffalo. Didn't happen. Alex had Curry dropping 40. Against Indiana. Against Indiana. I think he played terrible. Yeah, he he was horrible. He had a rough one. But let's go to this week where I got Patrick Mahomes actually throwing two interceptions versus Buffalo. I don't think it's going to be enough to stop him. But, yeah, I got him turn over the ball a couple times. Maybe he's still getting cuts. Uh, we've talked about this guy a couple times, George Springer, and I think every time we've talked about him, we've had him going to the Mets. But given the Mets' recent <laughs> fiascos in the GM room and a couple rumors I've heard swirling on Twitter, I'm going to have the Blue Jays acquiring George Springer via free agency. All right. I'm going to go with Green Bay. Wins by 20 against Tampa Bay in the NFC Championship game. I told you why earlier. Go rewind it. <laughs> All right, I have two Michigan quarterbacks will be starting this weekend. Chad Henney and Tom Brady will be starting. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I really don't know about Tom Brady starting, though. I think Blaine Gabbert's got a shot for that one. But, uh, yeah, it's Tom's job all the way, obviously. Let's go to our Super Bowl pick change. We did this last week. I'm going to have to change mine just a little bit because I had the Saints in the Super Bowl, and they got eliminated, obviously. So I'm going Kansas City over Green Bay. For me, I'm going to go if Mahomes plays, Kansas City making it. If he doesn't, Buffalo making it. But it doesn't matter. One of those two teams, given whether Mahomes plays or not, will beat Green Bay in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I had New Orleans too, but they're done. So I got to change my NFC team once again. That's three weeks in a row. But I'm taking Kansas City over Green Bay. Alex has a weird one. I'm just preparing. My Tampa Bay prediction is staying strong. They're still in it, baby. And Tampa Bay over Buffalo. And you know how Brady plays against Buffalo. All right. That's going to conclude our episode 19. Yes, it's been sir. a fun one. It's been a wild one. Kind of went off the walls a little bit, but. Longer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's yeah. true. So We know how to ramble pretty good. Yeah. Ramble on. It's been a fun <laughs> 19 weeks. You're watching me. We're excited for episode 20 next week. Together, take us out, man. Uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Go Jets.